Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. As always, lots to talk about. Of course, your calls are the primary element if you make them. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, So what we're going to start with tonight is a story out of Georgia where the sex offender laws are going to cross a new threshold of invasiveness and outrageousness, in my opinion. And we know that this is the direction things go in. We know that when government starts something, when some new government program starts, it never ends. There's always a new expansion. There's always some new uh, additional bureaucracy that will spring out from the original bureaucracy. There will be no a new purpose uh, and, and new directions for it to go, which, of course, those directions always end up being more intrusive and more, more oppressive uh, than they were in the past. And, of course, it's easy for the government to pick on the sex offenders. Yeah, everybody hates sex offenders, who, who including could, myself. Who could stand up for the sex offenders? So this is a, an, a, an area in which it's very simple matter for the government to encroach upon people's freedom, upon their privacy, upon their ability to live their lives in the way that they would like to live them. And, of course, we're talking about sex offenders that are not in jail. We're talking about the ones that have gotten out. And they're now in the, uh, the, the every, all 50 states have these sex offender systems and tracking. And uh, you have to report, if you're a sex, so-called sex offender, you have to report to the government every time you move. They have to know where you live. You may have to stay in on Halloween. Uh, they can't all, live within a certain distance of schools sometimes and bus stops it, and the, churches the, right. and everything else. There's a variety of, uh, of different controls, and it, it varies state by state. But I'd like to point out that uh, before we go on with this story, that sex offenders can mean somebody who was peeing in public. Some states it does. Right. So it's not always when you hear right. the term sex offender, pedophiles what pops to mind. Right. Immediately you think of somebody that's touching children or molesting kids. That's not necessarily the case. In fact, uh, it, it could certainly be uh, somebody who is being in public. It could be somebody who is a statutory rapist, which means that you've had sexual uh, a sexual encounter with somebody who's under the age of legal consent. Might be that you were under the age of legal consent at the same time. That's that, a possibility that happens too. often, or uh, that you were close. Right, or or as we've been talking about on some um, some more recent shows, these teenagers that are taking pictures of themselves and uh, sending them around on the internet and cell phone to cell phone. Uh, they call it sexting, apparently. I don't know if the teenagers call it that, but the the news media has labeled it that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so so those people have been called child pornographers. These teenagers that are taking pictures of themselves that would put them in the sex offender category. So the sex offender category is very wide. It's vast. And this story, I don't believe, just has to do with child sex offenders. I believe this is all sex offenders in the system in Georgia. Here it is from DailyTech.com, where the latest scuffle over online privacy is brewing in Georgia. An aggressive new law set to take effect a few days ago, which will force sex offenders to hand over their Internet passwords, screen names, and email addresses to the government for monitoring purposes. Several other states have efforts uh, that track sex offenders' emails and screen names. However, Georgia, which has 16,000 registered offenders, will be the first state to demand the sex offenders' 
passwords as well. Now, Georgia also, it's either a town in Georgia or it is the state of Georgia itself, and I'm not sure which one it is, is the same one that has the rule that uh, sex offenders can't live within X amount of yards of a a school and a bus stop, a bus stop, um, a, a church, a park. When you start drawing these radial uh, signs inside towns, you'll find out there's not very many places to live legally. And mm-hmm. the idea is is that I guess that Georgia wants to foist its sex offenders out on the other 49 states. Well, yeah, give them a reason to move out. Give them a reason to not be there. That's an interesting point. But, of course, we know that the other 49 are eventually going to catch up. I mean, if Georgia begins this process of taking people's passwords and they get away with it, you know, if it's, I don't know if it's going to be challenged or not, but if, if they get away with it and it seems like they've, most states have gotten away with pretty much everything they've tried to do to the sex offenders, then you'll see this spread. So you'll see this happening well, in a state near it you. It may very well spread, but it's not a very enforceable law. Well, let's see what they have to say uh, for themselves here. A similar law in Utah was already struck down by a federal judge who ruled that it violated the privacy rights of an offender who challenged it. However, that ruling was rather narrow as it applied to an offender tried on a military conviction who'd never been in Utah's court or prison system. Critics of the Georgian law say that it not only violates the privacy rights of offenders, but it also places undue stress on the already tight-for-cash Georgian law enforcement uh, one of the uh, spoke oh, good unfunded says, mandates. Love those. Uh, one of the critics says there is certainly a privacy concern. This essentially will give law enforcement the ability to read emails between family members, between employers. State senator who wrote the bill, Cecil Staten, says that it's necessary to strip the rights of some citizens to protect the rights of life and liberty of others, particularly the children. He states that the benefits of the bill, which will allow law enforcement to detect stalking by predators sooner, outweighs a lot of the rights of these individuals. So you don't have rights in Georgia if you are a sex offender. If you made a mistake and pulled down your pants in public to go to the bathroom in a park, or if you had sex with somebody who was uh, 17 or 16 or something like that, you don't have rights for the rest of your life. You have to give up your email passwords. And I'm just wondering, I'm sure... Considering how unpopular sex offenders are, somebody out there would want to defend this program. Somebody likes this. Somebody out there thinks this is a fine, fine idea, and I would love to hear from you. 800-259-9231. Because what about the guys that change? What about the sex offenders who made a mistake, maybe when they're 18 and had sex with somebody who was 17? Apparently that's a mistake, and it will get you put into the sex offender system for your whole life. Somebody like that. They have to give up their passwords for the rest of their lives to the government because they made a mistake. That's all I want to hear from you. If you can defend this policy, 800-259-9231. I mean, after all, they've gone this far. Sex offenders have to jump through all kinds of hoops. So it's just one more hoop, right? It's no big deal. I think it's a pretty big deal. I think it's pretty outrageous, as a matter of fact, just in general, how sex offenders are treated, let alone this next step down the road to uh, completely owning these people. What about those who want to turn their lives around? Because I can tell you something. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. Yeah, I was, you know, still I was me 10 years ago, but I'm not the same me today as I was 10 years ago. Isn't it possible that many of these folks are going to turn their lives around? I understand there's a recidivism rate. I know that some of them will reoffend. I understand that. And sex offenders' recidivist rate is actually some, um, you know, it's it's not the highest out there, and it's 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 sort of middling as far as uh, if you classify the crimes. Now, I'll grant you 
that many of those recidivants that aren't recidivizing are probably the statutory rapists. They're probably the peers in public. They're, they're mm-hmm. you know, the, all these other sort of peripheral sex offenses. And I would think it's just my speculation. I haven't seen any numbers, particularly on pedophiles. I bet you those guys, they probably offend a lot more. Maybe. Reoffend a lot more, I should say. Maybe. I think it's, uh, I think it's a problem still, even if we're talking about the ones that have uh, molested children to invade people's privacy like that. I don't think that uh, – I think it's outrageous that after they've gone and spent their time in prison, that they still have to be owned for the rest of their lives in that way. I think that's wrong. I think that uh, the the whole idea of going to prison is that they claim that you're paying your debt or whatever, which obviously I'd rather have them pay restitution. I'd rather have these individuals that are guilty. Makes a heck of a lot more sense to me than right. uh, than, than prison. I mean, you know, right. we we wouldn't have to pay for the punishment uh, as a society, and well, then the person who gets hurt actually gets something out of the deal. Exactly, they're, they're made whole in some manner. Now you just have to be uh, made whole by how Sitting severely the other person's uh, punished. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, that doesn't make anybody whole. I think if we had a restitution system where victims actually got some sort of uh, payback for what happened to them, I think it'd be great. Of course, restitution would mean that uh, the guy peeing in public wouldn't pay restitution to anybody because he didn't hurt anybody. Let's go to your phone calls. Talk to Russ listening to WFLA in Florida. Russ, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Russ. Hey, how are you, sir? What's on your mind tonight? Well, you were asking for somebody to defend Georgia's law. I'm not from Georgia, but uh, I certainly have no problems with what they're doing and actually think that our laws currently are too lax when it comes to sex offenders. You know what I'd like to hear from you, Russ, is what would you, I mean, if it's the laws are too lax in your opinion, what would Russ's vision be? What is your vision for what should happen to these so-called sex offenders? And if you'll hang on, I'll bring it back so you can explain that to us. More coming up here with Russ in moments. 800-259-9231. So what should it be like? I mean, if it's not uh, restrictive enough now, what would he like to see? We'll find out, hopefully, 800-259-9231, and take your calls as well. How do you feel about these restrictions on the so-called sex offenders? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. And I can tell you that if you're only getting this Saturday program on your local radio station, you missed all week because we do this six nights a week. So get it all over at freetalklive.com. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls. My question earlier was how do you feel about the way sex offenders, so-called, are treated in this country? Uh, I'm pretty outraged by it. Uh, I understand that sex offenders, some of them aren't the best guys. There's no doubt about that. But some of them... Some, as far as I'm concerned, are some of the worst guys. Some of them are some guys that made some mistakes. And they, I don't think, deserve to have their lives intruded upon in the way that they currently are and in the way that it's, it's getting much worse. Uh, the, the news story tonight that prompted this discussion was Georgia... It's passing some new law that says that all their sex offenders have to turn over their passwords, their email addresses, their user log, all their user logins for various different websites they go to. 
And I find that outrageous. We continue with your phone calls and your thoughts on this. Uh, we go back to Russ listening to WFLA in Florida. Now, Russ, you had said that you don't believe, not only do you think this is a good idea to have to force them to hand over their usernames and passwords, but you don't think that the current sex offender laws go far enough. And I wanted to hear what you, uh, would, what is your vision, Russ? What do you think that, sh- what do you think should happen to these guys? Well, as a father of two young girls, if someone committed a sex act against one of my daughters, I don't think they should go to jail. I think they should be put in a 12 by 12 room with me and let justice be done. Uh, as far as restitution, you, you say, gee, don't send them to jail. Let's just let them pay restitution. Let them pay restitution after they've gone to jail for the $40,000 a year it costs me through my tax money to put up these people. And Is that happening them- now, Russ? No. So no, we have a broken they, system. They, you would agree that we have a broken judicial system that robs taxpayers, including the victims of the crimes, for the uh, the, the paying to incarcerate these people. So you, you would you would agree? Yes. Okay. And you know, if you if you and I understand about uh, there should be a difference. There should be a threshold between sex offenders of children and somebody who drops their trousers in, in a park. I concur. But if you if you commit an act against a child and are found guilty, uh, to me, you're never going to change, and the penalty should be as severe as possible. What if you're what wrong? If, what, if, uh, what if 99% of them um, don't change, but 1% can? When it comes to children, it comes. we lived 10 miles from Jessica Lunsford in Homosassa, Florida. I don't know if you heard that national story yes she was taken from her home in the middle of the night and she was actually within a hundred yards of of her home the whole time the three days she was being she was alive and being raped and tortured uh right you know within sight of the sheriff's station there the his his headquarters his command site and she lived for three days to me everybody's rights including mine should have they should have immediately gone door to door said let us in, or um, we're going to get a search warrant, and we're going to <laughs> wow. give you. You're we're a real fascist, you, <laughs> Russ. Well, no, we're I, gonna I, give you I, I heard about the that's... Jessica Lungsford case, and it, it it is absolutely tragic. Now, statistically, I'd like to point out that you're far far more likely to do something horrible to your daughters than somebody else is. Um, you know, during their their childhood. Um, well, that, that's no different. That's still a sex offender. I'm just saying be... that. You know, um, no, now, the reason the Jessica Lungsford uh, case got all those legs is because it is it is terrifying to people, and it's terrifying to me, the idea of somebody sneaking in and stealing my baby. Um, it's terrifying to people that a stranger might break into your house and steal your kid. It is. And those are the kind of stories that get legs. However, what you don't see are all the stories of all the stepfathers molesting the kids and uncles and, um, you know, those the people that are in their lives, priests. I mean, how, how many hundreds and even thousands of kids have been molested in this country by priests as opposed to somebody who snuck into a house? But that's not really my question, um, Russ. My question is, do you believe in habeas corpus? Yes, I do. Okay, once, you're convict, once you're convicted, though, then the line's drawn. And now, now you're a sex offender. So do you believe you in ex post no – it's good that you, you believe in some of these, uh, these legal terms. Do you believe in ex post facto that a person shouldn't be able to be um, sentenced for something after they've done it? They shouldn't be able to be sentenced for something after they've done it? After they've done their time, you mean? Right. Well, no, actually, ex post facto means that, for instance, um, if I were to pass a law that chewing gum in public is uh, punishable by a year in prison, and you chewed gum yesterday, but I passed the law today, I can't go after you for having chewed the gum yesterday. That's ex post facto. You can't do that. 
Uh, no, I, I again, when it comes to kids, I think there are extraordinary measures that there are no rules. So ex post facto does not does not pertain with uh, sex offenders. So we can sentence sex offenders after they've been sentenced. We can resentence them for more stuff. Well, they're can not. We hang well, them? They're, they're not curing these people. That's a fact. Okay. I, 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 I don't know that they can be cured, Russ. I don't know. Right, they can't. Uh, well, I don't uh, you're, they you're, can. you're stating it as a fact, and neither one of us is an expert in this uh, in this field, and I don't know that to be true. But I, do you, so you do think it's okay to go back and 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 take away their right to have an email address and uh, um, a password? My question is, where does that stop? Can we just go get it all doesn't. the people who are sex offenders anywhere at any time and hang them? Well, if they're sex offenders against children. I think that should be the one and only punishment. No, no, not the punishment for the crime, crime. Russ. That's not my question. My question, you see, these these gentlemen have already been punished for their crime by a court of law, um, you know, a legally appointed court of law in the state of Georgia. My question to you is, if they've in the past been a sex offender, been sentenced, been released, can we now go find them and hang them? No. No, but we can take their passwords away. I mean, where where do we stop the line of this intrusion on freedom? You find a large percentage of these folks that repeat are doing it through the Internet. And when it comes to a child, if if they've done this, the the fact that somebody's reading their email, boo-hoo. I'm sorry. So so do you think, Russ, I I understand where, look, I, I get where you're coming from. Do you see this distinction I'm making? It's fine with me if a judge says, um, says, uh, you know, sex offender, you have, are convicted of sex offenses, and since you do it through the Internet, you may never have a private email address again. And, um, you that's know, that's not passed fine with down. Me. What's that? That's not fine with that's me. That's fine I'll with me if, that's, that. if, that, if that is a legal punishment. That is, you know, that's... No legal... Just because it's a legal punishment does not make it fine. That's intrusive. That's unnecessary. And look, th- look, Russ, I'm sorry. You, you're telling, trying to tell me that me. sex offenders are... are <laughs> Are rendezvousing with children on the internet, or when you say children, do you mean like fourteen and fifteen-year-olds? Well, to me, my fourteen-year-old is still my child. But you know, we're a representative form of government here. If if the folks in Georgia have elected representatives who are carrying out their wishes by voting these laws, that's their will. That's you know that's that their Hitler right was appointed. You know, Hitler was appointed by a uh, representative uh, form of government. Um, you're aware of that, right? Yes, I am. So, is executing the Jews okay? No, it's not. Okay. And they're not so children. he draws a line. Okay. So, so Russ will Somewhere draw a line. line so wherever Russ, Russ says it is. We don't know where the line is, but Russ says he's okay with the cops coming door to door and going into people's homes if they're looking for a, a missing girl. And okay, I'm sorry. Finish, you didn't let me finish that point. Okay, go ahead. Okay. If, if the cops knocked on my door and I asked him, I went to the sheriff. I know the sheriff. I, I coach football with him up there. And I said, take a piece of paper that says anything we find is fruit of the poison tree except for Jessica Lunsford. Hand that to him and say, please, let us search your house. We're going door to door. She was within 100 yards. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a great they, idea to have people have um, consent to have their having their houses searched as long as uh, they can't take stuff. Yeah, um, well, if there was no contraband laws, with right, if there were no contraband laws, then I'd be, I really wouldn't have a problem with that. But you, they're going to steal my marijuana grow operation. Thank you very much for the call. Not that I have one, but if I had one, they would take that. All right, more coming up. You can take control. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the free state. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. 
To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. The features include the bulletin board system with over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Now then, if you are engaged in consensual sexual activities or you want to be, adameve.com has a special offer for you. Go to adameve.com and get 50% off of one item when you type FTL for the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get 50% off with offer code FTL at adameve.com. As we continue with your phone calls talking about sex offenders and whether or not these laws are going too far. The newest one is out of Georgia, where sex offenders, every single sex offender in the state, including probably people that were peeing in public, uh, every sex offender is going to have to give up their usernames and passwords and email addresses. And I think it's gone way too far. We'd love to hear from you, though. 800-259-9231. Now, Mark, you're saying you think this is fine. You, no, you think it's okay I'm not saying if, the, that at all. if the judge is sentenced someone to I think, giving up I think up that their... it's illegal what they're doing, um, okay. that it's, it's against the law, and that's a problem. And I think that the legislator that, that proposed this legislation and anyone who's voted on it or seconded it needs to go to prison for treason. But wait a minute. I thought you said that you are in favor of them doing this to new sex offenders. People who um, are being sentenced for a crime and know that that's a possible sentence for a crime. Um, you know, that you lose your privacy for the rest of your life. That's well, crazy. Um, here's what I believe. I believe that there should be no plea bargains ever. Um, that our system is completely flawed and broken. And if a, if a person did it and... That is a sentence for a person who did it. I'm okay with it. Now, I would prefer a system that, like you're, like what you're talking about, restitution, with restitution where, where the believe, victim gets something. Well, yeah, I absolutely do believe that, and I think in some cases, with violent people, people that hurt people, that perhaps they can do their restitution in a place that's closed off from the rest of society. Oh, I agree with you. I, th- I would agree with you there. I think that if you've got somebody who's a you know habitual offender and is dangerous to others, then there's nothing wrong with putting that person in a box and keeping them there. I have no problem with that. Uh, but as somebody that's made a mistake or somebody that's had sex with uh, a 16-year-old or whatever, something like that, that's okay. pretty crazy. How about a would – would it be okay with you um, – now, you understand – would it be okay with you if the, uh, the email thing was a stipulation of their probation? Uh, I just think that's really intrusive and outrageous. Do, do you think it would be okay if it was a stipulation of their probation? No, I think it's unnecessary. Um, do you think it would be okay if it was a stipulation of their probation, yes or no? Uh, no, I don't like that. Okay, great. No. I, that's that's fine. It, it is absolutely something they could make a stipulation of probation. Yeah. I think probation is out of control. I, I agree that, I agree that probation is, is a, is a uh, form of just trying to get people back in the system. Yeah. I would concur that it's being misused. However, I think it's fine in that circumstance. You're saying just stack and up more crap if somebody sodomizes a uh, hundred babies, I don't mind if they get probation for the rest of their lives, well, Ian. We know so that's no. not really. I mean, there's no, there are hardly any cases like that there, out there. there. There, there, would, there would be very few. You're, 16, asking, you're asking me in 
in the um, in the extreme, whether I agree with. And yes, I do. I think for some people that get taking away their email addresses and their um, their well, taking away their passwords so that you can look at their email is fine as long as they were sentenced to it and it wasn't an illegal sentence. And I think that any legislator who is violating the law in this search. fashion, in order to garner votes from uh, you know the hoi poi out there, th- those people need to be tried for treason because they are violating the laws, the highest law of the land, the Constitution. It sounds like you're. It sounds to me like you're just getting all upset about technicalities at this point. So you're fine with them uh, restricting brand new sex offenders to the extreme, but if you do it to the guys that have already been sentenced, then it's a big crime in your book. It's very confusing to me. We continue with Adam <laughs> in South Carolina, thing. listening to WSC. Hello, Adam. You're listening to WSC FM. If you're still there, Adam, going once. I'm here. Hey there, you I'm are. Here. What's on your mind? Well, um. This uh, this thing with the the email addresses and the the internet privacy basically and the sex offenders, I can agree with it to an extent. I think that it should be something that could be enacted for people who are directly using the internet for their crime. Now, you know, some guy who was in college and dating a girl in high school, or you know, someone who, like you were saying before, public urination, things like that are a little extreme, but. If the Internet was their weapon of choice, for lack of a better word, then that should be monitored, um, maybe not for the rest of their life. How many, how many cases least, are there out there? I, I mean, I, I'm sure one or two of them exist, but I don't imagine there are that many. How many are there what, that, what are, that actually involve a sex offender who has gone after real children on the Internet? And I mean people who are not teenagers. I don't consider teenagers to be children. I know that uh, you know, Dad out there that called in a few moments ago would, would feel that way, of course. Uh, but I think teenagers are far more able to make choices for themselves than, say, people that haven't even gone through puberty yet. How many uh, sex offenders went after their prepubescent victims uh, over the Internet? That's what I'd like to know. And yep, anybody well, have any idea? I, I don't know the statistics on that. There, there probably, uh, there's probably, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the organization, but there is a like sex offender watch organization out there mm-hmm. that keeps track of statistics like that. Uh, I have to Google it. But um, the, the thing is that in a lot of cases, I know that it's not really necessarily the chat rooms, the, the messaging and emails that are used for this, but rather uh, finding the children through that, through family home pages, uh, things mm-hmm. like MySpace, you know, because kids get on MySpace at seven, eight years old, sure, now, sure you know, they Facebook do. and those types of things. Um, and finding the children that way, I mean, going through there, they, they can find out where the children go to school, who their friends are, mm-hmm. their name, you know, looking at pictures on there, you can find out their locations, places they like to hang out. Those are the things that need to be monitored, because... If you've got now, a hold up before you go on, do you understand that taking away someone's email um, password is not going to prevent that? I do, and I'm not necessarily sure about the passwords are even going to be helpful, but there needs to be a monitoring system in place because if you find a guy who, uh, you know, basically stalked his victims previously through internet sites like this that have happened before. And you find that he was trolling around MySpace on a bunch of five-year-old, or five is probably now, a little extreme, but a bunch of eight or nine-year-olds, you know, MySpace. I, I, I can't disagree with you. Um, you know, I I can see where let's let's look at laws that can be enforced. This law is stupid in the highest form. It is treasonous and stupid because it violates ex post facto. And how the hell are we going to know what how many email how many email accounts do you have, Brian? Is it Brian? Uh, no, it's Adam. Uh, sorry, Adam. How many email addresses oh. do you have, Adam? Oh, I've got at least four or five. Okay, so if you turned in, if you turned in four and not five to the uh, um, the, the, the probation officer who's going to watch over this stuff, then you could do whatever you do with your four, and then the fifth one, 
that's where you do your dirty work. Well, you know, like it's, it's nonsense. It's completely unenforceable. Now, I can see if you're talking about somebody who's, you know, some online predator, a real live one, because there's not that many out there, um, a, a real live online predator. I can see them taking away his computer, but I can't see yeah, the stupid law. that might law. be a better solution, actually. It, it, because, sure, it sure beats yeah, trying to take their... The punishment has to fit the crime. That, that, that's the bottom line. I concur. And a person, you, you know, who the, the, the Internet, the computer never even factored in. I'm sorry, but too many people's lives are lived partially online. And some people do all their banking online, and that I don't think... You know, banking passwords, for instance, I don't think should ever be the government's business. Things of that nature. Well, it looks to me, uh, Adam, like you're making our argument well, you know, for it's, us. Well, it's easy to say. Here's <laughs> my biggest concern. It's easy to sit there and say, well, multiple child rapists, go ahead and do whatever you want to them. I mean, and I would be with you. I don't really care what happens to those people. But here's my concern. Down in Georgia, where this uh, password law has been uh, put into effect, there are 16,000 people that will be affected by it. 16,000 sex offenders. And, and you, uh, you know, Adam and, and Russ, who called earlier both said that you didn't think that this should happen to the guys that were peeing behind a fence somewhere or you know that, that were involved in statutory rape with uh, with consenting uh, teen girls or, or whatever uh, and but the problem is nobody stands up for these guys so when these laws get passed everybody's out there thinking well yeah stick it to those child rapists but how many of the 16,000 people that are going to be affected by this are actually child molesters or child rapists it's going to be a very very small percentage however there's not going to be anybody who stands up for the, let's say, 25% of them who might be statutory rapists and the 5% of them that were, uh, that were peeing in public or went out to get their newspaper nude or something like that. Uh, nobody stands up for them because they're all labeled sex offenders. Right. That's my biggest concern And the organization here. that is in charge of administering this has, been sh- has shown itself over and over again to be one of the most incompetent organizations and uh, types of organizations in the world, and that's government, because they do not have any kind of responsibility for their actions. Thank you, Adam, for the call. More coming up with your calls as well about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, the features we give away. So enjoy those on us. And if you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to uh, promote Free Talk Live. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. And you'll see a whole list of different things that you can do. Most of them are completely free, while a few of them are very low cost. Go to promote.freetalklive.com as we go to your phone calls. Dan, in Indiana, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? Dan, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you know what? Uh, You guys have talked about this subject for the better part of an hour, but nobody brought up up something very, very important, and I wanted to get this through to everybody. Talking about the We're new about, uh, Georgia sex offender laws that force them all to give up their usernames and passwords and email addresses. Go ahead, Right, sir. right, sir. Um, well, we're talking about giving up your passwords. Your passwords, gentlemen. Do you want to give up your, up your passwords to me? No, no you don't. Not, I don't want to give my you? password to you either. Right. And we're talking about giving them to these, uh, these uh, granny humping scumbags. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean government agents. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> right. These government agents don't do things that are uh, – when they gather information, they don't use them for good purposes typically. I mean, right, who's right, to no. say they won't completely try to uh, ruin people's lives They incarcerated with the Japanese from the uh, census yep. rolls. Right, right. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, Ian. What if, what if they were to take um, – if they had your password, what's to keep them? If you say you were a political um, – I don't know, maybe somebody that got a, a, a judge bugged at them, a convicted felon – or maybe somebody got busted for smoking a little at Barney. What if you got, you know, what if, you, what if um, guys like that um, happen to uh, 
get their names included in the database of this, you know, like you know, like the DNA database. That only covered sex offenders, but then it's like uh, felons, and it's like jaywalkers, and yep. it's like like everybody that's ever had a run-in with the law. First they came and, for the uh, trade right. offenders. Yeah, first they came for the yeah. trade unionists, and I wasn't a trade unionist, so I said right, nothing. Right, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing: what's to keep them from going and putting a, uh, uh, I don't know, bomb-making instructions, uh, uh, illegal porn, something just hiding it away in a little section of your computer? You didn't even know it was there. Okay, you see where I'm going with this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. They, the they the fact is that they it, just about it. it many, many crimes that have to do with computers end yeah. up being uh, they'll they'll throw in right. uh, some kind of child porn charge because and, they'll claim that some girl that uh, you have uh, downloaded or some in in some manner or another is below the age of 18. And unless you take it to the to trial, which 90 something percent of cases never make it, then you're ended up as a sex offender. So basically, what you're saying here, Dan, is like uh, some government bureaucrat who wanted to be mean and nasty, who, for instance, for, for, has a vendetta against these guys, uh, against could, just, could just send them an email with a picture of child pornography in it and mm-hmm. then log into their email account and say, hey, somebody sent them a picture of child porn, and then violation of probation, they're right back in, uh, in jail. Right, right, and it doesn't even have to be any, like I said, it doesn't even necessarily have to be somebody that was originally convicted on that. I mean, you got that judge bugged at you and stuff like that. You know, he, he's got it. You know, he's got it in for you. Okay, I, I posted on the board regarding that. And uh, um, and Mark, you're you know you are a convicted felon. Yes, what I they am. Convicted for was was bogus, of course. But but still, what's to keep you from being added to that particular database of people that are going to be? I mean, God, God forbid it happen. I mean, I hope it doesn't I know. happen. Same here. That's an interesting no. point. Yeah, who's to say that with yeah. if they get away with passing all of these restrictions on the sex offenders, this uh, this restriction that uh, forces them to give up their usernames and passwords, that they won't start targeting certain people for sex offenses simply because they know it will give them complete control over yeah. their online life. So yeah. if they wanted to target somebody as, uh, you know, oh, well, we saw you peeing behind that tree over there, and then arrest them for that, that get them onto the sex offender rolls, and then, bam, they've got, a, they've got access to all their online stuff. Yeah, like I said, it doesn't even have to be limited to the sex offender things. They can, they can get to just about anybody. Well, you're they saying they'll expand where... out from here. You're saying they're, you're saying they're going to uh, get away with will. doing this to the sex offenders, and then they're going to do it to the violent criminals after well, that, and said, then they're going to go down the line. Right at the, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but you said right at the beginning of your broadcast that the government will, will try and stretch things. They'll just yeah. keep on and keep on and keep on. It's, they you know, they got to make everybody a criminal and stuff, and then they can just cash in on the guilt. And they will go after people that are that, 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 uh, are, um, are black in the eye of the state, so to speak. You know I just wonder, Dan, how far are we away from and, how far are we away from webcams in the sex offenders' homes? How far? Uh, I mean, is this like five years away? Three years away? Is this like in 19, 1984 and stuff? Remember how right. Winston Smith had that camera in his home? He wasn't convicted of anything. He was Everybody had him in their house and stuff. If you well, don't have wait. anything to worry about. What's wrong What's with getting hide? Yeah, put yeah, one yeah. in every room of your house. Yeah. Who cares? And, and then about this Russ guy and everything, he said, oh, he, he couldn't make up his mind for a punishment for these guys. He said, well, uh, first he said he'd like to fight the guy. Then he said execution is fine. But uh, let's just assume that, that Russ is uh, a little scrawny, little 98-pound fella and everything, and that the sex offender is some guy about six foot five and, and knows karate. 
<laughs> Not a good punishment to have him yeah, uh, fighting yeah, in yeah, a, yeah, an yeah, arena-style situation. Let him go no. to 12 by 12 and, and try and take that guy on then. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from well, you, dude. I would assume Russ, uh, in this in this circumstance, would uh, would assume that he would be able to, to bring uh, whatever he would like to the room, whereas the sex offender would not. You know, to go back to something Russ said earlier, he suggested that, oh, he'd have no problem. The cops wanted to search his house for uh, for a little girl. That's fine. Yeah, I got to think and, about that during the break, and that's a real problem. If the people, you know, because obviously the killer is not going to allow um, you to search his house, so therefore yeah. the police are going to start targeting people based on the fact that they don't want the police searching their house? You'll be suspicious if you don't allow the police to search your, I mean, uh, your and home. And then what? And then after they find the little girl, are, is, are the police going to take you off some list well, somewhere? Well, as I said, if we were living in a world where there was no contraband in that, uh, you know, the, the, the cops walk in, they spot a bong. Normally they'll take that and they'll charge you with possession. Russ said, well, we can make it so the cops just don't charge you for anything if they find it. Well, that's, you know, nice of you and everything, but uh, that's not going to stop them from confiscating the contraband that they come across uh, in their searches for the missing right. Unfortunately, child. Unfortunately, we don't get to control this government of ours. And I we mean, don't live in that as, world. As much as we would really like to, it's out of control yeah. and hasn't been in control for a very long time. So we don't don't live in that world where there is no contraband. So as of right now, I don't trust the police as far as I could throw them. And so who's to say that if they had the ability to go house to house and search people's homes for missing children, that all of a sudden there'd be missing children uh, missing whenever they wanted to search your home? Hey, yeah, there's a little girl missing yep. down the street. Yep, yeah, we've had a picture of her. Had a missing child yeah, report. Wait, you came and searched two months ago, and there was the same little right. girl missing. She's missing again. This little girl runs mm-hmm. away. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 800-259-9231. And for those of you out there that are saying, well, you're just talking about drugs, and you damn druggies, you just want to keep all your drugs safe. Well, there's wait a, a time when alcohol was illegal well, in this yeah, country. There was alcohol, but how about guns? How about guns? I'm sure there's some people out there that are just feeling all nice and safe with their guns in their homes. But what really if they the outlaw cops, guns? Do you really want the cops going through the serial numbers on your guns and checking yeah. to see if they're properly registered and mm. all that other stuff? That's I mean, right. you, I'm a law-abiding citizen, you, Mark. That's fine. Well, you're a That's law-abiding fine. citizen with your papers in order is really That's the right. question. That's right. I mean, and what if there's a typo on the paper? Have you, have you looked at that? What if the government agent who typed up your registration on your gun... What if they ha- ban guns? What if they ban guns? Hmm? I wonder if Barack Obama would want to ban guns. 800-259-9231. We continue. Then will you let them in to search for the little girl? We continue with John in Austin listening to something. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? You know, when they come in and search, the, the thing, like you say, I'm totally against that. I mean, when your wife stands up and said, oh, my God, they went through my lingerie. Yeah, there could be a girl I mean, in that drawer. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be contraband. It doesn't have to be, you know, what if they... It's just... The invasion of your privacy. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, but the, the children. People have things they'd like to keep private. John, in their lives. the children, the children. Okay. See, that's what's always brought out. And it is. Look, I was in law enforcement for 14 years. I was a criminal investigator. Mm-hmm. All right. I've run search warrants. I've organized them. I've written affidavits. I've done them. Oh, uh, you know, you try. I always tried to be as not possible and of course these were being run in businesses rarely in anyone's home but we had a case where child pornography was involved okay now one thing I haven't heard and I haven't listened to the whole show so I might be missing this the guys who get on the computers okay they're also downloading kitty porn and so that's fostering a whole different type of abuse 
and exploitation of children. Okay? And from that regard, you know, how do you stop that? Because a lot of it's not even created here in the U.S. It's well, not overseas. Yeah, that is a whole other issue, and it's another issue that a lot of people are uh, pretty, I guess, concerned about. I think that it's pretty much unstoppable. I think that if you are concerned with child pornography, you should focus on the creators of it, uh, the people that are forcing children right. to do things Absolutely. on camera that they don't want to. I think that what you see when you see people getting busted for child porn 99 times out of 100 is just the end user. And, right. you know, the, 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 as exactly. we talked to a pedophile on the show before, uh, he was a caller, and we asked him a lot of questions, and one of the things he pointed out was he doesn't need naked pictures of children to get off. He'll look at the Sears catalog in the underwear section. So there's no stopping this. It's just that, you know, is there a victim? And if there's a victim, that victim deserves restitution. I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is coming up. You can bring up what you want. Your thoughts on this or anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Live. We're launching an hour number two of the program. You can bring up what you want via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go right back into your phone calls, and we'll start with Jeremy in Montana listening to KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, guys, y'all give me a lot to think about, you know, uh, on that uh, subject with the child molesters and the sex offenders. Personally, I think child molesters shouldn't even go to trial or anything. I think uh, they should have a DNA test. Uh, if they're found guilty through DNA, then hang them on the spot, you know. And uh, Well, you can't really find somebody guilty without a, a trial, Jeremy. I mean, you, you've got to have a trial. <laughs> and And... And the same goes with violating women. That's, you know, the same thing goes for them. But Don't you think it's possible that some of these folks can change, Jeremy? Or are you just willing to just kill them all? Yeah, kill them all. Let God sort them out. All right. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. What can you say to that? I mean, they obviously believe that if you make, uh, if you do something wrong, that you should be, you should have your life taken from you. I well, just I, don't. I think that's a little extreme. I don't think, you know, I, I, I see where they're coming from, and I think there are crimes that uh, deserve more punishment than others. And I'm, I can see uh, making uh, death one of the penalties for a crime. Now, however, I do believe that a government, uh, government is the worst person, worst entity in the world to be giving the power to kill its citizens but um you know i i understand where they're coming from and and the 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 the, the depravity that must be going on in these people's minds wouldn't it be more productive to have this individual essentially paying back their victim instead of just putting them to death have them toiling away for the rest of their lives is trying to make is it possible that somebody's criminally insane ian of course, that's possible. So what are you going to do with a criminally insane? That's an interesting idea. I mean, if they're dangerous to others, they should be. I think they should be locked away. And uh, there was actually a... a, a For their whole life? Oh, I don't know about that. As long as they're uh, dangerous, I think. If they're dangerous to others, then I so think So if they that become that's... a quadriplegic, you'd be willing to let them out? 
Well, they certainly aren't going to be molesting anyone as a quadriplegic. Well, in a, in a libertarian that. world, they're not going to be eating if they're a quadriplegic yeah. either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think that as far as what can be done for those or with those people, if they're really insane and dangerous, then I like some of the suggestions that were uh, proffered in The Market for Liberty, which is an excellent book you can get free over at book.freetalklive.com. Uh, but one of the suggestions was you might be able to uh, essentially use them for uh, – turn them over to you know the medical establishment and have tests run on them. Be something, right? It's a way for them to make money to uh, restitute their victims. Much more useful than just putting them, uh, you know, just dumping their body somewhere. Be useful to humanity if you ran tests on these people. 800-259-9231, perhaps to figure out what's wrong in their heads. So hopefully it can be solved in the future. We continue here with your calls about what you want uh, and your comments uh, on anything. And we go to Phil, listening to WFTL in Florida. Phil, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I'm curious to know why Bill Clinton, what category does he fall under? We know he's a sexual predator, but why isn't he a sexual offender and been charged? Uh, gosh, he went through quite a bit of women with this uh, problem he has. But now, what's the well, definition of a sexual predator? A friend, of, a friend of mine had sex with 300 women. I don't think that he des- belongs uh, in, in prison. At least he told me that that's how many it was. I mean, he could have been lying. I don't know. What's What's the definition in your mind of a sexual predator, Phil? Uh, Oh, well, Ted Kennedy for one, um, uh, Bill Clinton for another, uh, Jesse Jackson, they're all... <laughs> you can they, give names as a definition. <laughs> all of them. I mean, they, they go after women and they make no bones about it. They spend a great deal of their time. Well, wait, so a, a, lot la- of men go a ladies' after man? Women. A ladies' man is a sexual predator? Is that what you're saying? No. No, a ladies' man's a gentleman. So, I'm sorry, can you give me a better definition of what a sexual predator is without naming names? Uh, I, I guess it'd be a whoremonger. A, a man whoremonger. Who just, um, so, yeah, a man who just preys on, spends a great deal of time on sex. So if I he's think a whoremonger is a pimp. No, a whoremonger is... Um, like a person, uh, a John, who who goes to whores uh, a lot. not a pimp. A whoremonger is a very horny man. So a, sexual pre- so a sexual predator in your definition is a horny man. Yes. Who will go and do, presumably have sex, consensual sex with women, right? You're talking well, about something. Consensual, somebody. exactly, consensual, sure. Well, then what's the problem? Are you just jealous or something? I, I don't I, really understand. No, I just want some, why? He just why wants to say the, the politicians' names that he doesn't like. <laughs> why Clinton hasn't been charged with some sex offense. But he had consensual sex with people. Uh... <laughs> End of story. Thanks for the call. So I, I've got. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like. He's right, by the way, on the, on what the uh, whoremonger? a whoremonger is. Now I wondered about this. A, a fishmonger a sells man? fish. However, a whoremonger is someone who consorts with whores. I now, see. So therefore, by that definition of what a monger would be, and I thought a monger was a salesman, hmm. um, and, and I've always heard a whoremonger used in the fashion that he used it, and I always thought that was a, a poor use of it. But apparently he's right, and it makes no damn sense at all. You know what it's am- what's amusing to me, Mark, is the, the people that harp on uh, Bill Clinton, they pick things like his sex life to point out. Not the fact that he dropped bombs on innocent people around the world. Not the fact that uh, he's a corrupt politician. Not to, you know, and I'm, I'm sure they understand all of that. But what do they focus, focus on? People like uh, people like that last caller, Jim, <laughs> or Phil, rather. They focus on the sex life. He should be brought up on sex charges because he had sex with women. Isn't that what guys do? Isn't that what people do? They have if sex lucky, with one another. Do. 
Yeah, men are interested in uh, spreading their seed uh, biologically. Women are interested in being impregnated biologically. I'm being very general. Obviously, yes, there are exceptions are. to this. I don't have the same. I don't I believe I have the same sex drive as many men, and um, and my lady does not have an interest in being impregnated. Uh, so there are certainly exceptions. But generally, people like to do the nasty. That's what they do. It's uh, one of the most natural things that comes to us. We eat, we sleep, and we reproduce. So if men and women are engaging in activities consensually, there's no crime there. If you want to pick on Bill Clinton, there are a lot of other things you can pick on Bill Clinton about, uh, you know, being involved in Washington, D.C. Well, if you pick on Bill Clinton about um, those things, then you'll have to pick on George Bush about those things. And George Bush was a saint. You mean as far as in the bedroom is concerned? No, as far as these people that are picking on Bill Clinton are concerned. Oh, right, right. Well, I mean, they, they, they're all the same to me. Bill Clinton, George Bush, Ronald Reagan, uh, Barack Obama, all oh, cut from the... You've even invoked the ghost of Ronald Reagan. All Your butt cut. is in trouble. Why don't you just say that we shouldn't have been involved in World War II? There, we should not have been... <laughs> <laughs> Take the next call, please. We continue. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Let's talk to Jim listening to WSCFM. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind yes, tonight? Oh, not much. Y'all have a very interesting show, as always. Thank you. Interesting is um, uh, usually an insult. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well, interesting. Well, take it as you will. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It, it's your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, um, this whole thing with the sex offenders, it's it's really uh, close to me, because I have a 17-month-old and uh, also have three grandkids. So you're talking to someone who would, literally lay down their life to protect a child. Okay. Uh, and when I look at and look at my child, and I'm sure you all feel the same way, um, as most people probably do, when I look at my child and I think about hurting him, and I'm talking about uh, corporal punishment, just spanking, I, I just can't do it. Good for you. It. Um, because to cause hurt in him, it would just kill me. Um, it, I, it, it, it amazes me, uh, the parents that spank their children and, and think uh, very little of it. It really does. I think that you're teaching your kids that violence solves problems, and I think that's really dangerous. So congratulations to you for uh, for avoiding that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that, and I hope it'll uh, make him a better person as he grows older. But getting back to uh, the sex offender, I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, you know, in a perfect world, the government would come up with rules and regulations and laws that would actually make sense. In a perfect world, the government I, wouldn't exist. Yeah. Well, I think I think people just by their very nature need some guidelines. You don't need what you don't need. Let me tell you this, and I and I want to make sure we have enough time to talk to you about this. So uh, we're going to bring you back here if necessary. But uh, <laughs> what what you don't need is tomes and tomes of legislation attempting to cover every particular iteration of any uh, any crime that any human can imagine uh, to to write all this stuff down so where nobody could possibly know what all of the rules are. I think all you really need are a couple of simple rules, and one of them is do no harm. Honor your agreements and do no harm. I think that's it. I think that's all you really need. Everything else could be judged on an individual case-by-case basis based on what sort of harm was done and what kind of restitution needs to be paid. So I want to get your thoughts on that. We'll come back with more of you about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything just by dialing toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And we've got live streams on our website, freetalklive.com. You can go there and experience broadband, dial-up, and even webcam versions of the show, all completely free, at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Speaking of SACL CAI, who's our phone sponsor, it's also the major sponsor of the show. They do collections, early out billing. They purchase charged-off receivables. They'll handle all of your company's accounts receivable needs. If you love this show, you love uh, people that do things for liberty in this country and don't just talk about it, use SACL CAI. That's SACL CAI, and you can find their banner at freetalklive.com. It's on the upper right-hand corner of the page. As we continue here, your calls about anything. We talked to, uh, or we're going back to, rather, Jim in Charleston listening to WSC-FM. Jim, uh, your continued thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, um, going back to the sex offenders, I think you have to put um, pedophiles, those that uh, stalk and uh, assault children, uh, in a special category all their own. I, I and agree. the reason I say that, I think, I, and I, I, I don't believe that pedophiles can be cured. And the reason I say that is if, uh, let's just say I'm talking to a person who is gay. Uh, a man, and I and I show him a picture of a woman who's naked, is that going to arouse anything if he's truly gay? No, because his brain is not wired that way. You show a pedophile a nude photograph of a woman, is that going to do anything for you know him? No, because really. his brain is wired differently. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I don't think they can be cured. And in that same light... Is it possible you're wrong? I'm not an expert. Okay. But I'm just supplying some common sense here. Have uh, men been, uh, any men that you know of uh, or ever heard of, um, never had sex in their lives? I'm sorry? Do you know of any men that have never had sex in their lives? Never had sex in their lives? Yes. Think Uh, priesthood. Think nuns. (laughs) Well, I guess monks. What's your point? You're opening up a whole other can. Well, people don't. There are people in the world that don't have sex. Those people heterosexual, whether they're male or female. People that are homosexual, male, uh, you know, male or female. And there are people that don't have sex that are pedophiles. Should those people be hung from the from a lanyard? Well, we are talking about violators, not people who have those thoughts. Okay. Hopefully I think that's... we never get into a world where we are arrested for our thoughts. Yeah, I can't see uh, why anyone would disagree with you on that. I think you're, uh, I think you're pretty spot on with that assessment. As long as we're not going after people for, uh, for what they think, I think that's fine. And if nobody's getting hurt, if there is no victim, in my opinion, there's no crime. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. We continue. Ladies first. Anne, or Annie, I'm not sure which, is listening to KGOE in Eureka, California. Hello, Anne? Yes. Is it Anne or Annie? Anne. All right, here you are. You're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I was just uh, thinking, uh, listening to what you're concerned with the uh, pedophiles, uh, what about the impact on the uh, victims? I, there doesn't seem to be a lot of concern about that. Uh, what about the impact on the victims? Well, obviously, it's mean? going to be a difficult situation for anybody who's been victimized in that way. We've talked a lot about sex offenders, and I need to know exactly what which victims are you talking about. I'm talking uh, about children. children. I'm not crimes? talking about consenting uh, young people. You're talking about so molested yeah, yeah, Okay, so so children. So now, what right. what's your concern as far as the the impact on them? Well, it changes their whole life. Yes. So okay, well, you and I agree that sex offense on children is bad. I have a concern about a, a, a pedophile that uh, you know he uh, he is some of his rights are being violated because he is going to have his um, 
a email at whatever uh, modified monitored 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 but, yeah. Uh, yeah monitored so uh and my concern is about the uh, the victims well i think that and so uh, i think there's different categories and perhaps a blanket um coverage for everybody the same thing it wouldn't work but if that's what we have, though. Uh, there, now there are some well, that instances. May, that may be wrong. Well, there are some I, I places think I would where err chi- on the side of the children. You'd rather err on the side of the children if that means that a bunch of innocent guys go to jail who ne- or, or have to have their pass give up their passwords or have to give well, up their the login information. What's the big deal about giving up a password? Obviously, you don't care about privacy. You're not really interested in. I do in... care about privacy, but I think that. Well, that's um, the big deal. It's an invasion of their privacy, their ability to have their own email accounts and not have the prying eyes of some officious, busybody government bureaucrat going in there. And you're saying that's all right with you as long as just a few people who have uh, hurt children have their well, uh, privacy it's intruded on. It's not just on. a few people. That's the problem. How many of the 16,000 sex offenders in Georgia do you believe are people who have harmed real children? I have no children? idea. Right. I don't either. I don't either. But it's not all of them. That's for sure. In that 16,000, there are people that have engaged in consensual sex with uh, teenagers, uh, both the male and female variety. In that 16,000, there are probably people that have exposed themselves in public to uh, to urinate uh, and things like that. And so you're saying it's no real big deal to you if those people have their privacy invaded? Well, it's not the best scenario, but if um, it protects a, a group of children, I I think they may have to give up something. So because so, the government is inefficient and and virtually useless and has to group all of these people into the same category. You understand that you're going after those children's rights, too. When you, when you compromise one person's rights, you're compromising everyone's. If they can take the passwords and email addresses of people who haven't, uh, you know, uh, haven't been sentenced to that by a judge, if they take those, they can take them from you. If you haven't been sentenced by a judge, what's to stop the government from coming after you? You're you're going at the worst scenario. Well, it gets worse as time goes <laughs> hey, on, Anne. Go, just Anne, wow. Anne, our government slaughtered the the the, the uh, Native American population. They incarcerated Japanese well, Americans you know, without you're, trials. That's ancient history. Let's, ancient let's history. history. Mark, what are you uh, talking about? An entire sixty years ago, seventy years ago, well, let, Anne. Let's go forward. We're not. You know, you're bringing up a. a and I'm showing subject. you what I'm I'm doing is I'm I'm using history to show a pattern because if I can't use history to show a pattern, so then our, you can't so show patterns, Anne. And I'm showing you. That governments use information on a regular basis to viol- violate people's rights. I think it's fine if um, a sex offender is sentenced for whatever reason to give up their passwords. That's something entirely different. However, going after a group of people because it might save one well, child's life. I'm talking life. about people that are being sentenced. I'm not talking about just the whole population. Well, I mean, I, I think you're changing uh, what you're saying. The whole population of what? Convicted? Uh, see, see, here's where we're, we're missing it. Okay, so they may have been sentenced to something, which you have, too, if you've paid a speeding ticket. You were arrested with that violation, and you were sentenced to the, uh, the, the fine that you paid. You're so, reaching. I'm not reaching, reaching, Anne. Listen to what I'm saying. If you're not sentenced to give up your uh, password, then you shouldn't have to give up your password. Some bureaucrat, some, uh, you know, lawmaker shouldn't be able to pass some law 30 years after you committed your crime and then make you give up a password. So you don't think a pedophile should be required to give up their password? I think that a a pedophile, if they are sentenced at at trial to have to give up their password. This is too subtle for people, entirely Mark. In, I mean, it's like... It's I don't a, think they're getting what you're saying. And, I don't think no, they I get understand. what you're saying. 
you're, no, you're Ann. changing. You initially you said that that they were requiring the uh, password to be given up for everybody. They I'm are. talking about pedophiles. I'm, I'm distinguishing between ex post facto for you. Do you know what that word means? That no, term? Enlighten me. It means mm. that you cannot be punished for something that you do that is not illegal, or you, know, you can't be punished for something at a later date that suddenly becomes illegal. So what I'm saying is, is that they can't come back and sentence you again for your, um, your sex offense. And if that sentence is giving up your password, they can't do it. It's wrong. It's illegal. But they can. It's and a violation are. of the highest law in the land. They don't and care. And if the legislator um, proposes it, they should be tried for treason, in my opinion. You know, I want to talk about the children coming back. Thanks, Ann, for the call. Appreciate it. More coming up with your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. Hey, podcast listeners. I've been working with a couple of advertisers who have concerns about the ages of our podcast listenership. Generally, the younger the person, the more likely they are to fill out a survey. We need to counteract this trend. Please take a moment to go to survey.freetalklive.com and let us know your age and sex. That's survey.freetalklive.com especially if you're over 25. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, which apparently has been having a little bit of trouble tonight, but it's kind of up and down. So if you're having trouble getting on, my apologies. We will get that wrapped up here shortly. Uh, freetalklive.com, where all the features are totally free, so at least you're not paying for intermittent service. <laughs> 800-259-9231. Uh, so we continue here. I, actually, I'm going to get back to the calls here in a moment. I just want to comment briefly. We had Anne on the line, and she was talking about the children, the children, anything for the children uh, infringe upon as many people's rights as you possibly can as long as it goes as long as a few guys who've harmed children are punished it doesn't matter what happens to all those other folks it doesn't matter You're being Mark, somewhat it, hyperbolic it I doesn't mean, that's matter not what she said, it, that is essentially what she was saying she was she was saying i asked her the question about the 16,000 people in georgia the sex offenders that were going to be forced to give up their passwords and usernames and email addresses to the government and she said well she doesn't necessarily agree with some of it but whatever it takes to go after the guys that are harming children so therefore just brush aside everybody else's rights nothing none of it matters as long as the children are in the picture well what about the children what well, about the children going to become adults one day and if you but, compromise uh, adults rights then you're compromising children's rights in the future right the, the, the children i didn't even want to talk about them becoming adults i wanted to talk about them becoming teenagers because what we're talking about here is a precedent that will be set that certain criminals who have been labeled sex offenders will have to give up their login information to the Internet websites they visit, right? That's what we're talking about here. That's what the state of Georgia is doing. They're forcing all 16,000 sex offenders to give up their Internet passwords and usernames. So that precedent will be set, and if it's not overturned in court, then you can expect to see it expand out. Remember, that's what we started the show out by mentioning, that government programs get bigger, they get more intrusive, they get more expansive, more oppressive than ever. So... If that expands out from there and they start demanding usernames and passwords of other criminals, maybe people that have been convicted of uh, bomb building, you know, you got to make sure they don't have any bomb information in their email box, or maybe people that have been convicted of, uh, of armed robbery, whatever, uh, any other criminals, because it's easy to pick on criminals. 
then uh, it probably won't be long before, well, teenagers are caught up in all this. Because, well, what it's if... It's very easy to make a teenager a criminal. They're teenage, the ones sure. that they, uh, what they're a Bag group of marijuana? love to go after. Bag of marijuana or, or something like uh, maybe... You don't think people are texting or using emails to, uh, emails to get uh, marijuana these you days? You better believe they are. And how about this? How about uh, we've certainly seen the stories where teenagers will have pictures on their MySpace or their Facebook profiles of them doing things that, oh, they aren't legally allowed to do, but we all know teenagers are quite interested in doing, like drinking or smoking marijuana or something like that, or you know, taking their clothes off. So let's say that some teenagers go ahead and get themselves caught because some schools will, po- will troll through the various different MySpace profiles of their students looking for naughty behavior. And then little Johnny gets called in, you know, the 14-year-old Johnny who went to the high school party over the weekend, got photographed with a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hand. Uh, that picture ends up on MySpace. He gets called into the office. Hey, we see this picture here. It looks like you're in trouble. Uh, we're going to bring you up on possession of alcohol charges and now you're going to have to hand over your myspace passwords is it that much of a stretch to suggest they'll go that they'll go this direction i don't think it is not to mention that it's a stupid law that cannot be enforced because johnny's just going to go make another myspace page and he's going to call himself john he very well could but if he was caught doing that that could be an extra violation that could be another crime because then you're avoiding the uh, the eyes of the state you you had uh, agreed that well, they had demanded your passwords and you uh, ran an end run around them and they could be even more upset as a result of that if they discovered your secret accounts anyway i'm just suggesting that that's where things could go because that's what happens with the government it expands out from whatever it is currently doing let's continue with your calls about what you want and we'll talk to i believe we have steve on the line uh, steve in Charleston, listening to WSCFM. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Steve, what's on your mind tonight? Well, my question is, what is your definition of sex offender? Well, it's not my definition that counts. It's the politician's uh, definition of uh, sex offender that counts. And the one that they use is anybody that they decide. And it includes people that pee behind trees. It includes uh, people that uh, have sex with, uh, you know, like a 19-year-old that has sex with a 17-year-old or a um, 17-year-old that has sex with a 15-year-old. There are all kinds of uh, definitions that you and I wouldn't use. Yeah, well... That's not totally true. Uh, peeing behind a tree is called indecent exposure. Um, John, do you know all the sex. laws in all 50 states? I could actually, I, I shouldn't ask the question. You don't know all That's the laws Steve. in all 50 states, Steve, because the fact is, yes, it is a sex offense in some states. In many places, yeah. It may not be in South Carolina. I couldn't tell you. Well, I can tell you that in the uh, state of Louisiana, in the state of South Carolina, it's called indecent exposure. Um, it's called that in other just, places, Just because too. it's called indecent exposure doesn't mean it's not a sex crime. Do you think that every sex crime has the word sex offense in it? <laughs> okay, what's the definition of sex? I, you I know, have no ask idea. Ask Bill Clinton. Go pick, yeah, go pick <laughs> up your, uh, your, your nearest law books or your law dictionary and go look it up. I mean, they can define well, things however well, they want yeah, to. You know, uh, but he was, the, what's the definition of his? Uh, but you know, my point being is that we just passed a law where... 16-year-olds can have sex with anybody up into a geriatric state. Thank goodness. Sensible yeah, well, legislation, in my opinion. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, I vote against it, but anyway. Why? The point being, Why do you vote against it? 16-year-olds, in your mind, aren't able to consent to sex? It's okay. It's okay for you to decide who you have sex with, not other people, though. No, that's not the point. The point was is that the statute that the, uh, the Senate had actually passed and they were actually enforcing 
was that 16 can have sex with anybody up to the age of whatever, 100 plus. But they, what they were holding on to was sex between 14 and 18-year-olds. Now, at this point in time, a 16-year-old can have sex with a 14-year-old all the way up to a 100-year-old. So? And I wanted to keep it in, you know, perspective that, you know, let's just limit teenagers to or at least 14-year-olds to have sex, you know, within a limited uh, right. age range. And if they have sex, you'll put them in a jail cell, right? No, I won't put them in a jail cell. The point is... Oh, well, that's what happens to people that uh, have Unfortunately, the people that, the people that are going to um, do what it is that you say um, that you would like done are... What would you what would you suggest uh, for these fourteen year olds that are out there uh, having sex, experimenting as many teenagers do? Well, when I was fourteen, I would suggest go for it. No, 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 no. You were just saying a moment ago that you didn't think that this should happen. No, that, that... all I all I said was that the law of South Carolina. So I mean, it, 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 it sounded to me to like you me. said you were in favor of of uh, making it so these teenagers cannot have sex. Did I misunderstand you? Yes, you did, because, I mean, you know, they're going to have sex, whether they do it at 14 up to 18 or whether they do it from 16 uh, up to 100. I mean, it really doesn't matter. So then you're that's, okay with that. You're, you're, you're saying that that's fine by you, that they should not be punished. If that's what you're saying, then I apologize because I misunderstood. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark, but that's not the point. I'm Ian, the point is, is, Okay, I'm sorry, Ian. Sorry. But the point is, is that that's what the state has passed. I mean, that's their law. Okay, um, uh, Steve, uh, the fact is, um, what we're trying to say is that people that are old enough to decide to have sex are old enough to decide to, with whom to have sex. Do you understand? Do you agree Do you with agree that? Do you agree with that? Yes, I mean, I mean if, you, if you make a decision, a conscious decision to have sex, then fine. And you believe that and, it's 16-year-old... And, and I can do that with an 80-year-old even if I'm 15? Uh, yeah, in the state of South Carolina, yes. And you're okay <laughs> with that? That's fine by you? Well, I mean, that's a little perverse for me. Yeah, I agree hey, that it's but perverse. You I, them. You I'm with them. you that it's a little weird. You wouldn't put them in a jail cell if they did. Oh, hell no. That's good. I'm with you, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate sorry it. Sorry for the confusion. Yeah, I'm sorry. It sounded like he was uh, against that. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to the ladies. Janet is on the line listening in Austin. Janet, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. What a show you guys have tonight. It's blowing my mind. Uh, what part? <laughs> Well, all of it. I mean, uh, you know, from from Clinton being it's okay for Clinton to have sex in the in the office, and you know, and, and uh, you know, I don't know what y'all take. Jan- Janet, that, let me just uh, point something out here. I wasn't defending Bill Clinton as a president. I think that all of the presidents are scum, and I think politicians are trash, and I think the federal government should be shut down. But as far as his sex life, it's none of my damn business. Well, I don't agree. Because uh, I think that your comment also says that you don't agree. Your comment was that you just want them to honor their 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 uh, oath. You want them to honor their uh, creed. You want them to honor this and that and the other. But but they don't have to honor their marriage. They don't have to be decent in public. That's their private problems. I'm going to come back with you, Janet. We'll let you continue here in a moment. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. Your toll-free number to take control of the airwaves is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you tonight. 
and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, the features we give away. So enjoy those on us. If you like this show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Whatever you need to buy in life, they've got it. 41 categories in which to shop. Free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of items, even used items if you need to save a few extra bucks. Head over to amazon.freetalklive.com, and when you shop through that link, Free Talk Live gets a cut. According to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative, privacyharbor.com. You can go over there and get a free account today at privacyharbor.com because normal email is not secure. All right, we continue with your calls. Janet is still on the line with us listening in Austin, and Janet, I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get out what you had to say, so go ahead. Well, you know, I was just, I didn't call in to debate you on anything. I just called in to try to make some statements, if you will allow that. Because um, I, I know you have a completely different idea than I do. Because well, I listen we may want to ask stuff. you questions about your statements, because this is a conversation, but go ahead. Okay, well, that's, that's great. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted a chance to, to say this, and that is that, you know, what I've heard so far from you, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, is that consensual sex, uh, it's just fine no matter what age or who you are, and it's all private. And I have to tell you that sex is is one of the greatest moral uh, attributes to a moral society. And and whether or not we we are having sex honorably, whether it's whether it's in you know respected relationships, whether it's I mean, you know, orgies. Uh, people back in in the Roman times were having orgies, and that really wasn't considered moral. Well, I mean, um, in the Roman times, Jesus live. said that he who's without sin should cast the first stone. Are you going to cast some stones at some people that are humping around on their their husbands and wives? Well, yeah, I am going to cast. <laughs> now, you now, know, you know, Jesus. Because, um, speaking of morality, I mean, morally. you're just talking about morality here, and I, I thought, you know, usually we bring up uh, Christianity when we, you know, morality gets brought in in this in this country, and you know, Jesus came to preach against the Pharisees and the Sadducees, who were the, you know, they were the at the time the religious leaders who would have people, uh, you know, stick to these religious laws of theirs, and they would have people stoned, and um, you know, they would be sort of the instigators of the uh, the punishments of these moral laws. Would you define yourself as a Pharisee? No, I wouldn't, and I would. I think Jesus would. My, my statement, <laughs> but I would not find my define my statement as throwing stones, meaning that literally I would throw stones at someone. Would you incarcerate I'm someone? I'm trying to talk about morals. What would you have done? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm totally sorry. If you're just talking about morality, that's something entirely different. Whoa, whoa. If you you know if you are one of those men who who are lustful and you lust after something, and then you go into politics, wouldn't your lust, if it's destructive and lust, where you would have sex with anyone for anything and tell them to get the fuck out well, of here? Well, we can't have you on the air. This is a radio <laughs> program. Naughty, <laughs> naughty. I thought you were all concerned about morals. Apparently, <laughs> curse words are not uh, immoral in her world. Well, I don't see that. I, I actually don't see curse words as being an um, immoral thing. I don't either, it's, but it's certainly. Just, they're legislated against when it comes to this, uh, you know, the government. Yeah, well, no, I agree with you, but uh, but certainly people that uh, take very highfalutin moral positions like her often, uh, tend to well, have. Yeah, you're, we're making generalizations there. I, I You know, the fact is yeah. that the Bible doesn't say anything about it. They didn't have the F-bomb back That's 2,000 true. years ago. They had things like called curses, like may the, and God said don't curse, like may the fleas of a thousand camels infest your, <laughs> yeah. your rear end, you know, those kind of things. 
Oh, my goodness. I'm sure that some societies had the equivalent of F- F-bomb. However, you know, the, the society that wrote the Bible, and for whatever reason, that's the one we look at. Yet another caller who is so concerned with the sexual lives of politicians. Doesn't it bother you that these are men and women, these politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats? Doesn't it bother you that they are men and women who wield power over the lives of others? That they harm people as a regular daily occurrence? The government is, of course, nothing more than an agency with a monopoly over coercive force that does damage to people's lives on a day-in, day-out basis, but you're concerned with who they're having sex with? 1-800-259-9231. I wish we we could have kept her because I wanted to ask more questions about what she would have done to these immoral people. But anyway, we'll continue with your calls instead. And we'll talk to Joe listening in South Carolina to WSC-FM. Hello, Joe. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What's on your mind, Joe? You're not going to drop the F-bomb, are you, Joe? No, man. I actually, uh, I do have something to talk about with cursing and everything, but I, I wanted to just state that uh, the term sex offender is, or the category sex offender is far too broad. They, I, I mean, they classify anything to be a sex offender. That guy, Steve, a minute ago, uh, does, doesn't really know what he's talking about. I, I live in Charleston County. Mm-hmm. I also work very closely with Charleston County Sheriff's Office and the Beach Patrol. And just to give you guys an example of this, over the summer, there was a group of 18 to 21 year old college males partying on the beach a little bit, you know, drinking, hanging sure. out. There was a woman with her seven year old child about 50 yards down from her, from them on the beach. These guys, one of them turns around, urinates on the beach. This woman and her child see this. A couple of the other guys decide that they want to take a dip nude in the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go out there and start swimming. They also witness this. The woman became very offended. She called the cops. Those guys no. were arrested for indecent exposure, but they were also registered as sex, sex offenders. offenders. Absolutely. I mean, we were trying to get that point through to him. I don't know if we were successful at that. I mean, the call ended up being all right. But, uh, but yeah, just because they call it indecent exposure doesn't mean it's not categorized as a sex offense. In many places, it absolutely is. So now those Sometimes guys... breastfeeding in public um, can be uh, yes. the same thing. Yes. I mean, this is this it's just crazy. how crazy it is. And, you know, my wife, we have a uh, 10-month-old child, and, you know, she's, she's discreet, and she can do it without you really knowing what's going on. But, heck, yeah, she's breastfeeding fed in public yeah like uh the, the question becomes you know when when is this going to end you know how far is too far for them to to go ahead and just throw someone in that it, it is getting worse. you have an industry that uh, makes money off of putting people in prison there is no in right to it's, it it's getting worse they're going after teenagers for taking nude pictures of themselves now i mean it just keeps spiraling down and this you know the lady that called a moment ago janet she's talking about all these moral things and uh, we don't know if she wanted to enforce her morals but we know a lot of people do we know a lot of people have their uh, very well-defined moral set and they believe that their moral set should be forced upon everybody else at the threat of violence i don't think there's anything wrong with uh, with going for a skinny dip or taking a pee uh if you have to go to the bathroom i think those are i think uh, Going to the bathroom is a very natural thing, and I think being naked and going into uh, the water is also the, a very natural thing. I think thing. peeing on the beach is uh, is gross. Um, well, he, maybe he peed in the bushes. Who knows? Well, no, it, no, it was right on the beach. Right on the beach. There you go. This is what really is what you have here is a tragedy of the common situation yes. because this is a beach open to the public, yep. and therefore, um, you know, that's something that they, you know, it, it it's should public be private property. It should right. be private. If it was Disney World and you stood in the middle of, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what the name. 
name of that darn place right in front of uh, the uh, you know Cinderella's palace there yeah. and took a whiz on the sidewalk in front of God and everybody. Yeah. Well, then Disney World is going to have to take care of uh, you. They're going they right to escort you out. They're going to have somebody right. come and clean up the mess. You know, these kind of this is the way private property works. The problem yeah. is is the beach is owned by the public. You're right. You're absolutely right. If they if those beaches were private, then that problem never would have occurred because the uh, the kids that wanted a party could go to the party beach and the family beach would be uh, you know clear of men peeing in public. So it would solve all those problems. Any other thoughts for us, Joe? Yeah, I just want to let this resonate on your brain a little bit. In uh, in South Carolina, speaking of profanity, I don't know all the details exactly. So you guys might want to you know look up. We did the, the story uh, last the, night. <laughs> You're talking about the profanity law. Yep, your state senator provo- proposed a law where somebody could receive up to five years and a five thousand dollar fine for cursing in public. Y'all, it's I said garbage, cursing. Man. Like, should be cussing. The question becomes, you know, who? Who? First off, I mean, I, I can have an intelligent conversation without using curse words. I don't. Not I mean, me. It's not like I, I'm afraid of losing my curse words or anything, <laughs> but. What, who who has the right to decide which words are bad? And who, first off, you know, who who even decided that these words are bad? I mean, people, because they're taught that from the time, you know, that they're a small child not to use these words. The they, politicians have the right bad. to decide, and if you say otherwise, you're an American boy. Right, and apparently it's the, uh, <laughs> you know, apparently it's specific words that are bad and not the replacement words like frack or flip or other things that you can say in their place. Or or is it the intention that's bad? I've I mean, got no crazy. Vulcan idea what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, Joe, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231 as we continue here. Ladies first, Gail. Listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Gail. How are y'all? Do- hey, hey super, how are y'all doing tonight? Super, Gail. What's now. on your mind? I th- I was. Um, I'll first say this, and this is why I'm making this decision. Um, I was sexually abused by my father growing up. Oh, I'm sorry. Your natural father? Men. Yes, my father. Oh, now, my. did you know this? But, did you know this at the time? Did you know this all your life, or did you find this out um, by you know talking to a therapist? I figured it out myself by reading the Bible. I got into a Bible study group at my church, and they helped me through it. Well, I want to continue How old were you at the time? Oh, we'll get to the details here in a moment. If you can come back with us, we'll bring you back here after the news. More with Gail, hopefully. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp. .freetalklive.com This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. However, the uh, the topic we brought up at the top of the show is uh, pretty much going strong at this point. So, yeah, it's true. Uh, people talking about uh, getting very uh, passionate about their views on the sex offender issue. And what started the whole conversation was a Georgia law that is now requiring all sex offenders to give up their email addresses, passwords, usernames that they're using on the Internet to the government. 
and uh, the government people. And I, I think it's, it's pretty outrageous, uh, personally. Um, you've been sharing with us what you think all night here. 800-259-9231. Uh, basically, my position is that this is just more evidence that the government continues to go further and further with more oppression of, uh, of people's freedoms. And they always go after the easiest groups to target first and expand out from there. So you, you know, you're going to see more, ex- uh, more restrictions placed upon the so-called sex offenders and then they'll follow that up with, uh, placing restrictions on your average criminal and follow that up with going after maybe you for something next. We'll continue here with your calls. Uh, Gail is still on the line with us. Now, Gail, you were just getting into uh, your story. You had told us last hour, and you're listening to WSCFM, mm-hmm. by the way, in South Carolina. Yes. You had told us that uh, you believe you were molested by your father, your biological father. I don't father. believe that I was molested. I was. You was molested, or you were, rather, molested by your father, and uh, you said you found this out by reading the Bible? How's that work? No, I did not find it out by reading the Bible. I was, um, I felt really bad about being molested, but I didn't know why, and I didn't realize that it was wrong. See, children don't have, children in their mind, and people the the DSS system that we have in South Carolina is so messed up. Every single one of them is. Oh. <laughs> mm. I I wish I was a part of it. I'm glad I'm not. But um the thing is is I did not as a child, I did not know that it was wrong because it was my dad that was doing it. He was supposed to be my protector. He was supposed to be my father. I understand. Father How old were you? Love me. I, I, I completely agree. I don't want to go what... into details, please. I just have, um, what was the age that you decided that you had been molested? That I decided? Well, you, at well, the moment the, you said, the, you said yourself, you said that you didn't know what molestation was, and I'm saying, what, day, what age were you when you said the word molestation to yourself? When I was about 12. Okay. And um, a child, as they're growing up, they're supposed to have that love and protection from their father and their mother. And when they grow up with that type, in that type of situation, they don't know any different. Sure, sure. Was your mother involved in this as well, or was this going on without my, her knowledge? My mom, I told my mom um, when I realized it, and she's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. But wow. she had, she was abusing me also. Really? And sexually yes. abusing or fi- no, physically no, 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 abusing? No, 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 physically abusing. And um, I mean, it was, it was a lot. But I mean, I'm here today because God has protected me in that situation. He has brought me out of that situation to be able to help people, well, to help other children. That were in that that are or were in that situation. That's a nice positive way to uh, to look at the situation, uh, and I'm I'm glad you're doing better today. Uh, do you feel like you can have healthy relationships with men today? Oh yeah. Well, when I when I was first married with when I first married my husband, I I mean, and I had nightmares every single night growing up after I moved out of my parents' house, mm. and I didn't realize what it was about, and I had nightmares. I never had them recorded, but I had nightmares after my husband and I were married, and I didn't realize it. And, I mean, this was all brought up, but I did in uh, my in the Bible study that I was going through, but I did not realize that the two were um, intertwined. 
did uh, did uh, did anything ever happen to your father as a result of this? He came to me and he told me he was very sorry for what he did. He loved me. He told me that he wished he never did it. He and I said, "Well, did you do it to Belinda or to my sister?" And um, he said, "No." Is that a younger or older sister? Um, I don't want to go into that. I don't okay, want to go well, into too many details. The, the detail, the, the important detail there is, well, was he doing it before you or after you? After. Okay, and he said he did not do it after you. Oh, I see. So, yeah. do you do you feel like that was um, that was enough? I mean, just his apology was was good enough for you? A lot of these people he, that have been calling all night here have said, the, "Hang him from the the rafters." Well, the thing you got to look at the person's situ- per, the way the person is living. He had a total change around. How do you I know? I saw my dad change. What he what was it that per, that spurred that change in him? Why, why did he change? I wrote a note to him. At age, uh, around what age, 12 or so, you wrote a note? No, I wrote a note to him when I was 20. Oh, okay. I wrote a note to him telling him, Daddy, I love you very much. Um, I will always be your daughter. You will always be my father. I forgive you for what you did to me. Wow, that's really, and, big. That's really big of you, well, I have to say. That, well, that helps the, the um, soul to heal. I agree. I think I, forgiveness that, is very important. I absolutely it's a huge, agree with you. It's a, it's really, a, it's a, it's a huge spiritual step. And we have not been we have not been hearing forgiveness all night long from uh, most of the callers that have called in tonight. Most of the callers have been, well, if it was my daughter, I'd kill him or uh, you know kill him or uh, put him to death and hurt him. What, and you, I don't know what I would do if my um, children were um, touched by someone. That's a fair. It's a. Would, it's a fair thing to say. It's an honest thing to say. To say you don't know. A lot of people uh, make it sound like they know exactly what they would do, and, and I think you're probably right. It know. would be pretty overwhelming. And I thank you for your story tonight, and I'm glad you're doing better. Thank you for the call, uh, Gail. I really appreciate that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And I appreciate that she didn't want to, to delve into the ta- details. Yeah, well, I don't want to know da- um, names, dates, places, or no, anything like no, that. I don't but blame you know. <laughs> There's there's some parts of it that uh, you know just sort of get to get a feel for what happened. Well, I think it was I think it was a very interesting call in comparison to the other people who talked. Extraordinarily interesting call. Where, where you're actually hearing from somebody who is a victim, somebody who has been victimized and has let go of it and has forgiven the the man who victimized her. In this case, her own biological father, which is very unusual. Normally, it's a stepdad. I think forgiveness or an uncle is a good thing. I don't think anybody should be uh, required to do it. Um, and you know, it's it's easier to forgive far after the event. Well, if you're required to forgive, then there's no value in it. Well, I'm just uh, that's what I'm that's what <laughs> right. I'm saying. All right, so we continue here with your calls about what you want, and we go to Ronald, listening in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. How are you doing? Hey, you're listening to WXNT. Doing great, Ron. What's on your mind? Well, I'll tell you, the girl that just called and everything, she said she forgave her father and all this stuff. Um, I don't think that does much good because uh, if a man is molesting his own children, I think uh, it's bad enough. He will never be healed where he won't molest somebody else. How do you know? She believes that he's better. No, 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 no. She just hadn't had him around her kids. See what I'm saying? I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily put them around her kids either. No. But um, you know, I mean, that's that's being wise. Um, at least leaving them alone. But you don't think See, a man my, can change? Yeah. Well, no, I don't. No, not when it's a, a molester, a person that molests his children. Uh, that's a deep uh, 
type of illness that cannot be uh, taken. So do you know this? Okay, um, I guess let me rephrase. Do you think a man can stop molesting children? No. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe I can. Yep, you're wrong. No, because my Can you father, stop having sex with women? Huh? Can you stop having sex? I'm assuming you're heterosexual. Can you stop having sex with women? Well, let's just put it this way. With everything that's wrong with me, it's kind of hard. Uh, I, see? I mean, it's, uh, things happen. You, you but, can't but, convict but, a man no, no, for, not, no, for no, something no, he, he hasn't done. Point where he, he gets to the point where he can't. That's, that's one thing. Okay, but, but, do you think that when you had the ability to, um, you know, that, that when now I'm not saying you ha desired to stop, but do you think that you would have been able to stop? Having children, I mean, sex with my wife or what? Well, yeah, with, with your wife. No, I couldn't. I mean, uh, I, mean so I could. I mean, well, I wouldn't like it, but I could. Suppose the next time well, I had sex with my wife, she would detonate. To. I wouldn't do it anymore. Is it possible you're wrong, Ron? No, because my father, uh, my I, gr I grew up in a family. My father beat my mother, beat us kids. Right. So you've had a experience that leads you to believe that. However, you haven't experienced the lives of every single human on the planet. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Yeah, I think that people can change. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want. The Live Saturday edition continues here, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo. You can see them over at shrine.freetalklive.com, including our newest Shriner, Anya. Uh, take a look over at shrine.freetalklive.com freetalklive.com. And have you been looking to spice things up in the bedroom or fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adameve.com and get 50% off of one item when you type FTL for the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get 50% off with your offer code FTL at adameve.com. That's adameve.com. We continue with your phone calls and we go to... Guy listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I was just listening to your discussion on morality and society, especially when you were talking to the uh, lady who uh, stuck her foot in her mouth, of course. And it's amazing. It's always uh, annoying to me that when someone's trying to defend the Bible and Christ, they end up um, doing something like that. <laughs> and uh, sticking their foot in their mouth and, and, and contradicting themselves by, by cussing instead of uh, following the example. But um, here's the thing that, that I wanted to point out, because it, it happens on both sides, and both sides, it happened to both sides of that conversation. You took what Jesus said about let he who is without sin cast the first stone, and you used it to twist the, the argument so that, um, anyone who is proponent for someone adhering to a certain morality um, should then uh, dismiss all morality. No, I, if, if I made it sound like that, I'm sorry I made that mistake. I think that uh, moral codes, that you can apply your moral code to someone else. It's when you're willing to use force to, to apply that moral code um, that but, it's wrong. But see, there's, there's also, you know, what Jesus was talking about, is that and and 
when he, he spoke of how he was against the Sadducees and the Pharisees, it's because they had taken the truth and they had perverted it. They perverted it into something that was no longer the truth and then was trying to use that to, um, you know, justify the means of which they had, uh, they'd come up with it themselves. They turned around and said, um, well, uh, if you had sinned, we should stone you to death, which the Bible, if you look in, 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 the, um, in, in the Old Testament and those laws that they came up with and the law of Moses and stuff like that, it wasn't God's original law. God didn't originally say, okay, if someone sins, put them to death. But there were, there were things that they, they had twisted and and had perverted themselves. So the thing is, Jesus was always trying to tell us, look, don't try and 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 take what you perverted and apply it to somebody else because you can't live up to it. You can't point the finger at somebody else and say you should be put to death because of your sins because you've sinned just as much. And the point is, is that we all are supposed to turn to Jesus. So do you think, do you think that, um, yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that whole gospel thing before. So do you think that everything written in Leviticus and all that stuff, that that's, uh, that's, that's okay? Or or not? If you, if you want to go, and and the thing is, you also have to look at the context. I am not a, a, a biblical scholar in the sense that I know every single word every single detail, everything that has to do with the Bible. I would be well, a fool. You, you apparently, can, you apparently can tell us Jesus' intentions. No, what I'm talking about is this. And, and the, the whole discussion was talking about morality and politics and whether or not it should be, um, we should care about what Clinton does in the Oval Office sexually as opposed to what he does uh, as the President of the United States and what laws or what rules he breaks. And the thing is, is that morality is there so that we can judge or see what a person's character is like. We may not, you know, catch him stealing money out of the cookie jar, but we can pretty much gain a sense of, of who he is if he's cheating on his wife every single day with everybody he can, he's come across. That may be true, so, but I don't need to so, know what his sexual life is so I can, it's but, so, just so I can know he's I, a bad guy. He's a bad guy by virtue of the fact that he's the president of the United States, in my opinion. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's in your opinion. Yeah, okay. exactly. Thank you for the call and, and, tonight, Alpha Guy. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. I can only handle so much Bible talk. We continue here and talk to, I believe we have uh, Larry listening to WGIR in New Hampshire. Larry. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's um, on your mind? This is the first time I've heard this show. And oh, I my God, you're the, shocked. Yeah. Well, okay. I heard the, your discussion on child molestation. Yes, sir. Um, are you defending child molesters? I'm not sure what would make you think that. Well, because it, it just seems to me like you, you, you had a problem with the government or whoever taking away their rights as far as their email addresses and things like that. I have a I problem mean, with the government taking away your rights when the government hasn't sentenced you for a um, crime in that manner. I have a problem with a violation of ex post facto, a 2,000-year-old right of human beings. Okay, well, what if somebody is convicted of... What I'm saying is there's child molesters out there, and they keep locking them up, and then they keep letting them go again, and then they keep committing the same crimes over and over again. So, 
That sounds like we have a judicial problem, not a molestation problem. Well, it's a big problem. It's a, it's then, a huge then problem. Then go after I mean, the judges. Let's talk about legislators. Let's talk about people that make these laws. And, well, I, and I think we should put them to death, personally. But The legislators, I mean, I'm with you. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. Well, all right, man. Wait a minute. You, wait, you're all for putting the legislators to death? Um, oh, no, I didn't say that. Just oh, well, you gotta, li- you got li- to listen carefully here. That's what here. I said. I said, let's put the legislators to death. <laughs> now, and, okay, now look, I'll disagree with my uh, my co-host here. He's saying, M- Mark here is saying that uh, that you believe, Mark, that if somebody molests a child today, that if they sentence them to having uh, no more Internet privacy ever in their entire life, you're saying that's okay with you. It's and legal. I'm saying... I don't care if it's legal. It's it was okay legal to kill the Jews, Mark. Right back. Right. Hold on a second, uh, Larry. It was legal, Mark, to kill the Jews back in Germany in the 1940s. So I don't care what's legal. I think what that I care a... is uh, what I care about is the fact that people can change and that they should not have their privacy infringed upon for their entire lives. That's all I'm saying, um, uh, Larry. Is that I, I think that it's gone to I think it's going too far. But obviously, I'm talking to a man that believes that blood should run in the streets uh, when people do something to children. And uh, you and I, I think we're going to disagree agree on that i think that people can change you believe that they can't i believe that they they go to prison they do their time and they release them thinking they have learned and they can change and then they end up doing the same thing over and over again. what about murderers can murderers change it depends on what you murdered someone for. If somebody attacked me with a weapon and I That's not them, murder. That's it's not murder when you're defending yourself. That's defensive well, uh, violence, and it's completely acceptable, I think, in any case, if you're defending if yourself. you just go out for no reason and kill someone randomly, I don't think you can change it. I'm not, saying it's, I'm not saying it's random. I'm just saying uh, murder is murder. If you murder somebody randomly or murder them uh, predetermined or whatever... People can't change, apparently. Yep, apparently you're saying uh, people can't change. But, Mark, you went to jail for nine I years I was in for prison murder. for nine years. Nobody's died around me now. Thanks for the call, See Larry. See you later. 800-259-9231. And you were it's pretty mad at me people, yesterday. It's a shame that people's opinions, uh, you know, that some of them have them and that we can vote. You know, you can vote and push these opinions on other people. It's free talk live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number. This live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. That number brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, including updates. You get signed up, we keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. And get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And by the way, I want to invite you to the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. It's happening the first weekend of March, the 5th through the 8th in Nashua, New Hampshire, at the beautiful Crown Plaza Hotel, same place as last year. It's the, it's the best liberty-oriented convention you can attend because the best liberty activists are at it. And that's because the best liberty activists are all moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project in my humble opinion. 
and uh, you'll get a chance to meet them. You'll get a chance to network and socialize and attend panel discussions and keynote speeches, speeches by big names like Glenn Jacobs. You might know him as WWE's Kane. He will be there. Dr. Mary Ruart from Healing Our World. Mark Stevens from Adventures in Legal Land. John Taylor Gatto, Richard Heller, and many more. You can get the full list of all the speeches. Uh, you can get the schedule, all the hotel information. Get signed up at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. We'll be there broadcasting live, by the way. freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And if you want to save 10%, you can use our discount code, which is 2009FTL. That's 2009FTL as we continue with your phone calls. And we'll go to Rick, listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Rick. Hello, Rick. Going once. Hey, You're on the air. How you get on, guys? Hey, just super. Good, What's on your mind, Rick? Well, uh, we talking about young teenagers having sex. Yes, sir. Well, I don't know. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, we'd mentioned that. My mom and dad, when they got married, mama was 13, daddy was 21. Yeah, you know, he's sounds, a criminal. It sounds like lock the, him up. The Loretta Lynn stories, and and this and this is what always amazes me about these people that don't think that young people can make decisions. How long were your parents married? They're still married. There mm. you go. You know, it's it's pretty clear that young people can't make decisions um, that that you know they, that would last a lifetime. It's obvious they don't know what the hell they're doing, right? Well, see, it's been <laughs> forty-seven years. They're still married. That's yeah. amazing. There are people that would throw your dad in prison for that. You yeah, know? there are people that not only would throw your dad in prison, but if you, I mean, if you go with what the last guy said, he'd hang him high from the rafters. Well, see, the law is up there. As long as you got the parents' consent, thirteen or older, you can get married. That's a wait. Now, where is that now? Where's that law? Appalachian Mountains, West Virginia. How about that? And people are doing it, and they're okay. And you were brought up, and you didn't get molested by your dad or anything like that either, huh? No. Well, that's good. Crazy. How about that? That's a great story. Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. And there, you know, it's interesting that when we talk about uh, sexual consent-based topics, specifically teenagers consenting to sex that will usually get one of those calls yeah. nowadays, yeah, which if, is really interesting. If, if the thing is, is that it's amazing how people just don't believe that young people can make these decisions. Now, I know, I can I can hear it now. I can hear them talking to their radio, and I know what they're saying. They're saying, oh, my God, that was 70 years ago. P- kids were different then. No, they're not. Kids Ex- have been the same throughout time. The fact is, we're treating them different. So some of them are going to react differently. Sure, the people react to their environment. You treat them like they're children, and they're going to act right. like children. When you tell them they can't have a job until they're 16 years old, and at that point they can only work two hours, at which point they must have a 15-minute yeah. break. Because you're a little baby. They can't go out and support their family or their younger brother or something like that if something bad happens to the family. they just get orphanages and get sodomized or whatever. It's crazy. The fact is... Take a step back from your opinion and realize you don't have the answer to everything, so let other people live their lives. Good point. We continue with your phone calls. We go to, uh, I think we finally exhausted this topic, Mark. Let's talk to Jesse, listening to WKBK in New Hampshire. Jesse, you're on uh, Free Talk Live. Yes. I, I've been listening for about the past half hour now, or maybe longer than that. But in any case, you guys there? Yeah, we're yes, right sir. here. Here you are. Okay, okay. I thought, I thought my the phone died for a moment. I'm actually uh, calling in to actually talk about uh, an incident that happened last uh, late last night, about three o'clock in the morning. Really? While myself and another free stater were driving home, actually two other free staters, uh, one being my roommate uh, J- uh, John, and the other I'm just not going to say because I can't ask them if it's all right to talk about them. Fair enough. Um, uh, so what happened? We were, Where were you? We were. Uh, we were we were in Bedford uh, when we were pulled over. We were on our way home from uh, Manchester. We had a good time with some other free staters, you know, hanging out. 
and just doing what normal people do, you know, in a social life. And uh, we we ended up getting pulled over, and uh, the the police officer he, he didn't start off very nice. You know, it was very late. You think maybe everybody, you know. I'm, we're tired. He's out late. You know, he would try to. Yeah, get but you're young males in a young, car. Three young men in a car. That's uh, that's <laughs> a crime I, in this well, state. <laughs> yeah. But um, what happened? The police officer at first, I guess, the stop was well in his head at least. The police officer told us the stop was about a uh, uh, the two two rear lights on the car that we were in were out. Um, now, how many? Hold, before you go on, how many rear lights were there? Uh, I've I've seen as many as six rear lights, and then you know they'll pull you over for one, one of, of them, them being yeah. out. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not so sure. I, I think there is only two rear lights, uh, including the brake lights. Were you a passenger uh, in this four. car? Is someone else's car? This was somebody else's car. Yes. Okay. Um, but we act, we actually investigated the car uh, not last night because we got home at 4:30 in the morning after being accosted and held for about half an hour uh but the lights are actually fine there's there's not common wrong excuse it's one of them it's one of them funny little little things light bulbs they they yeah. work they don't work uh, it's never happened in my life i've never found a light bulb that worked and then didn't work <laughs> but the cops find them it doesn't work when the cop fixes his gaze on it there's some sort of uh a metaphysical thing going on where they just stop working so what did uh, i mean what was the conflict here i mean obviously cops well, pull people over for this all the time why is this noteworthy well, well, the first thing that I thought was noteworthy was uh, the plates on the car were from North Carolina, so obviously they, I, I'm imagining the officer thought that this was an easy target for a ticket, that they wouldn't contest it, uh, we wouldn't contest it or not, but we do live here in Keene, so uh, if anything, but then it, it went beyond that. I uh, I was carrying my pistol on me, and I have a drop-like holster, and when the officer saw it, uh, you know, he asked me what it was, and I very politely and calmly told him what it was, and at that point... Open carry is legal in the state. But wait a minute, isn't yeah, it, it illegal if it's in the car and you don't have a uh, concealed carry permit? Which I do have, oh, because okay. Okay. I, 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 I thought about that for a long time, and I thought, that's not a hill I want to die on. Got it. So, um, but uh, I, did, I do have it, and um, it, once he became uh, aware of that, he, he got very, very... Uh, Unfriendly, very quickly. Yeah, not that he was friendly to begin with. He was, yeah. he was actually making demands like we had been already committed a crime that we were. We just left a bank robbery. So but, what did he you know, do? This is the this is the part that amuses the crap out of me. <laughs> you know, um, if folks will get unfriendly to a guy who's open carrying a gun. Who worse to be unfriendly to? It's not like you yeah. shot the cop or anything. The gun was just sitting on your leg. I mean, it wasn't making you any more dangerous. If you had wanted to be dangerous, you already would have been dangerous. But what was he, what did he do to you after he, he spotted that? Well, well, after he saw that, he started asking me if I had a, a license for it, and I, I said, yes, I do. Um, and he said, well, do you have it on you? And he kept on grilling me. Practically, he, he tried to interrogate me there as to why I didn't have my concealed carry license on me, which I didn't need to have. And I tried to offer him my driver's license, which I had on me, and I said, well, you can look it up. And he wouldn't have that. He wouldn't have that. Hmm. And said that it was what I was doing was against the law. And I, and I, I, I stood my ground, and I, I said, well, I'm not breaking any laws. And, and he, he kept on making uh, demands of me to, to do certain things, and I told him no, and I asked him to cite the relevant RSA. And uh, eventually, uh, you know, after this whole song and dance, he got my license from me, and he went and checked up on it. And 
he came back and he said, well, it all checks out. And, you know, if you just told me this in the beginning that you had your license. You did you know, tell him that. Like, yeah, which I did. Uh, we could have avoided this entire thing. Like, it, it somehow. So did you know, anybody get a ticket for anything? Or did he just well, being a cop's like being no, a talk show host. You're never warning, supposed to be wrong. The, it, there was. It was we. There was only a warning involved, and a written warning at that. It was one of the rare instances when I've ever seen a written warning. Did you guys but manage to record the scene at all? We, we didn't actually. It was we. We had problems with our phones. We so, need what we need just, is more voice recorders. More people need to go out there, and if you're not going to carry a camera around in the car, because you know if it's during the summertime, it could get kind of hot. Get like a forty dollar voice recorder and carry that in the uh, you know the glove box or in the the uh, the middle compartment or something like that, so you can always have something simple on hand. Thanks, Jesse, for the call. Glad everything was well. Okay. Uh, more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Live. It is the live Saturday edition, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, though I shouldn't give it out again because the phones are loaded. We're going to try to uh, burn through as many calls here as possible, and if you don't get on tonight, well, call us Monday night. We'll take your call right at the top of the show, and we'll continue talking to you about what you want. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, six days a week. Exactly, uh, and of course, if you don't get us on your local talk station, call them. And tell them that you appreciate them carrying what they do carry. Maybe it's just a Saturday show. And ask them for the weeknight show. And if you don't get us on your local talk station at all, then call them and ask them real nice-like for Free Talk Live. Tell them you'd like to hear it. And they might just add it. All right. So uh, 800-259-9231. Oh, and by the way, our website's freetalklive.com. If you like this show, you can become an amplifier. For 3 bucks a month, we take that money in and reinvest it into the show to get on more radio stations uh, around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board. And you get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are there at amp.freetalklive.com. Speaking of the AMP call-in lines, Cliff has been waiting patiently in Florida. Cliff, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, evening, Jen. Hey, what's on your um, mind? Yeah, listening to you guys talk to the people that are you know concerned about um, uh, people getting sexually assaulted and, and uh, you know pedophiles. Well, one way they can combat that and also not um, not you know take anybody's rights away or, or or infringe upon anybody is they can you know fight to legalize prostitution because if they legalize prostitution, it's not going to stop you know pedophiles and 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 uh, people you know it's not going to stop pedophiles. But what, what it will do is people that feel like the only people that they can have sex with are just children. Will have other options like buy sex. So you know, if they if actually they, if they fight to legalize prostitution, they'll do a lot more good than passing a bunch of laws that'll you know get guys that decide to be crude and, and pee, pee on the beach uh, have you know, have their emails email checked out basically. I think you're I think you're right that prostitution would go um would go a ways to uh, helping the problem helpful, yeah. that we have with uh, with uh, sex crimes in this country because some people you know some people are driven by their passions and if those passions can be in some way sated um, through you know consenting adults who are dis- are deciding to exchange goods for services or you know money for services then you know, that's fine with me. Cliff, thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. We continue. Ladies first. Rain, in uh, listening in Indiana, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Rain, listening to WSJM-FM. Hi. I'm calling back again to say, America, please stand up. All I hear is calling and complaining about what did or what didn't happen. America, let's get back to dreaming the American dream and seeing what we could put together to create for our lives. 
Beautiful. Well, I, I like what I like all of what you said. I think that unfortunately, while the government is in existence, the American dream can be relatively difficult uh, for people to attain while they are being taxed and regulated almost to death by the both the federal, state, and all of, also the local government. So I think that I think we could have a very alive and functioning American dream if we didn't have a dysfunctional uh, state out there, which all states are dysfunctional because they're violent uh, at their core. And I think that if we could eliminate violence. Uh, the uh, the institutionalized use of violence from human uh, interactions, I think it'd go a long way to restoring the American dream. Thanks, Rain, for the call tonight. We continue with Jess, listening in New Jersey. Jess, you are on Free Talk Live. Live. Hello. Hi, man. Jess? Are you there, sir? I thought I heard All someone. Right. Jess, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm here. You guys there? Yep, go for it. All right, well, I have a, a moral dilemma that I need some advice on here. Um, basically, I'm a... a liberty principled person and uh um i had before before i had become a liberty principled person uh it was about a year ago uh i had applied to become a police officer here in new jersey mm-hmm. and uh you know then i went through i guess what you might call my transformation or whatever you want to call it and now i'm hearing back from these uh places and one in particular that uh, looks like they want to hire me as a cop, and um, I'm just wondering, like, I don't know if I can really become a cop anymore. Did you, you know what I'm saying? I totally understand where you're coming from. I uh, would like to say, though, that I think that for those that believe they still want to do it, because, you know, a lot of people become cops because they want to help people, and I think that's noble. Uh, a lot of people want to become cops so they can catch the bad guys, and I think that's noble if we're actually talking about real bad guys that are harming others. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of what a cop's job is today is going after teenagers for uh, for possession of marijuana and things like that. And so I can understand your quandary, and I can understand the difficulty of the decision you're trying to make. Number one thing I would say would be you should follow your heart and do what you feel is right. I think that if we're going to have government police out there, this and monopoly police force... As of tomorrow, I, the fact is somebody's going to take that job that's being offered to you, and that somebody may not be as moral and may not be as principled as you. Let me tell you, you, in New Jersey, there's a good chance of that, from what I understand the other. Uh, the police are notoriously corrupt uh, there in New Jersey. Um, but, yes, well, I think I'd rather have somebody who was of a liberty mindset doing a job like that rather than a sadist. Well, that's that's one of the things that I'm thinking about is that if somebody's going to take that job, should it not be somebody who's of the liberty principles? And the only thing that I'm worried about is that I'm going to leave my job now to accept this job as a police officer and um, – you know, they're going to be like, uh, we want you to, uh, you know, bust these kids in the park that are smoking weed. Yeah, that's and- going to be a problem. And, I mean, if you uh, don't follow those orders, then that could put you at jeopardy from political retaliation. Plus, if you come across, and this is one of the toughest parts about being a good guy as a cop, if you inevitably come across the corruption... And let me tell you, if you're paying attention, you probably will. Uh, If you come across the corrupt cops and you find out that the corruption rises through the ranks, as we've talked to so many former cops and current cops who will tell us those uh, those things, tell us that the most corrupt and the worst cops end up getting promoted, uh, and you find out that the corruption is is just rife throughout the the police department, you will effectively be, uh, or rather, you will be ineffective at doing anything about it because you'll understand that if you do raise your voice, that they will come after you. And I think that... uh, I think there's 
I still think there's some value in having you there instead of a sadist, but it's going to be a tough, tough uh, position for you to handle, especially if you're feeling ambivalent about it at this point. I, you know, I would consider giving it some more thought and then following your heart. Thanks for the call and good luck. Let us know how it turns out. 800-259-9231. Uh, we continue here, though I would say that the uh, the New Hampshire cops are a, a bit of a cut above uh, a lot of the rest of the, the cops around this country. Citizen Review seen. Board's. Yeah, from what I've seen so far. So if you're looking for a good opportunity, uh, come on up here. I think that would be kind of an interesting direction to go. We continue with Bill in Kentucky. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah. You're on the air. Um, Thanks, guys. Uh, Hope everybody's having a good night. Always. What's on Uh, your mind, Bill? Well, I wanted to talk briefly about language uh, of the freedom movement. You know, the government, it's no question that the government uses language in its indoctrination you know, and, it, and it's so far-reaching. And, you know, one thing that people can do if they are unwilling or unable to do, you know, things actively is to change their language, you know, that they use on a regular basis. You know, as examples, don't call them police officers or peace officers. Call them call them armed thugs with guns. Call them, <laughs> you know, call them gang members. Don't call it, you know, a democracy or you know, a, a free country. Call it the police state. Call it... You know the socialist state, or you know whatever you feel it yeah, is. Yeah, I think words are very powerful, and I, I generally agree with you. But at the same time, uh, not all of them are true thugs. Some of them do actually have uh, some level of understanding of, of the, the liberty principles that you're talking about. They're doing a job in many cases that is distasteful and one that they would like to to see changed. I don't know if thug is necessarily always a fair term, but I, de- I do generally agree with you that uh, one should be somewhat iconoclastic when uh, when talking about governmental things and not using their code words that they've uh, they've essentially set up. I wish we had more time to explore it. You're welcome to call us back next week and uh, flesh that out. Thank you. 800-259-9231 to Frank in Austin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Frank. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Hey, just super. What's uh, on your mind tonight? Yeah, I just had one more observation about morality and politicians, which is almost an oxymoron to begin with. Mm. But uh, I just wonder, you know, to me, if a man or a woman, for that matter, is has taken a vow to their spouse and has broken it, then really what, what uh, you know, how does that bode for, the, for him taking an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution and keeping well, that. We, already, we already know that they all break the Constitution. That's what they all do. So, again, mm-hmm. it seems re- irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, if they're becoming the president of the United States in today's day and age, and they're not Ron Paul, then they are going to break their oath. No doubt about it. Thanks for the call. And we continue here. Finally, we go to John listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. John, you're on Free Talk Live. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, yeah, this is your friend, law enforcement officer down here in Charleston. Hey. Hey, I was just gonna let you know that guy who called about one make the decision to go to New Jersey. I would do it if you're if you're in it to try to help people like I am. Then I would do it with no problems whatsoever. And New Jersey cops are notoriously corrupt. You know, it's really bothered me the uh, conversation between you and Barry Cooper the, that you had uh, a couple of months ago or a couple of, like a month ago or something like that. And I want to say I don't think you're corrupt. Uh, that's and and you you corrected it later, which I appreciate. We may be enforcing corrupt laws, but we're not corrupt in enforcing them. Okay, now go with what you, what you wanted to talk about. I just want to get that off my chest. You got 20 seconds, John. And, and, I, and I wanted to appreciate that. As far as the uh, concealed law up there, I don't know what it is, but down here, the minute you get pulled over, even if you have it, you have to no- notify the officer that you have that weapon on you. 
if it's not, even if it's in the glove compartment. New That's Hampshire's why laws are back to funny. They seem to like it, and I, I don't understand exactly why one would have to tell a police officer that you have it, but yeah, they seem to like it. Hey, so we're done. Do Wish it. we had more time. See you Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.